0: This is Dubai Eye 103.8.
1: Very good afternoon. You are listening to Starting Up. I am Natalie Lindo. My co-host, George Hojage, is the CEO of VirtuZone. And we're coming into the final half hour of starting up for this week. And we're just looking back to Vice-Celebrated Jitech Technology Week. Very busy week for lots of us in the region. And we're joined by Amal Kadam, who is the co-founder of the RBI Digital Marketing Agency. It stands for Red Blue Blur Ideas. And Amal was a speaker in the Jitech Tech Talks this week. And the panel was all about hyper-personalization startup trends in personalized marketing. If that's not a mouthful, I don't know what <laughs> what is. But Amal, thanks, thank you so much for coming into the studio.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: So before we get into your top five tips, I think we need to start off with a few explanations. Um,
0: First, we need to punish him by having him repeat Red, Blue, Blur three times (laughs) in a row very quickly.
1: Yeah, that's exactly where I was going to start, George. So your agency is RBBI or Red, Blue, Blur Ideas. What? Come on, tell us more. Enlighten us.
2: There's a story behind it. So both me and my co-founder, when we were um, in our previous jobs, you're working for bigger agencies, bigger networks. And we wanted to start uh, an agency or an organization that actually does things in a right way. And we both looked at our you know, childhood superhero and it was Superman. Yeah. And if you see Superman, it's the red and blue blur that you see. Yeah, yeah. So that's where the idea came from. So it's red, blue, blur ideas. Very cool. <laughs>
1: Okay, so that's very cool difficult for us to say, yeah. but interesting name. And the next thing I want to understand them all is you. As I mentioned, you were on a panel at Jitex, and the discussion was about the hyper personalization startup trend in personalized marketing. Mm-hmm. Again, in English, what's going on here?
2: Uh, in simple words, it's about when you actually search for a product or you visit a website about, let's say, a, a vacation that you're planning and all you start seeing after that you start seeing ads related to that you start oh. seeing the destinations the air uh, you know the uh, the packages and the airline flights to those destinations so that's one part of personalization so where we are moving into is hyper personalizations more and more brands actually have started to know you and know you to your extent where they're actually able to target you and give you personalized content. Uh, it's scary on the user's side, but at mm-hmm. the same time, brands are actually using it to you know better target you.
1: <laughs> I can vouch for this. If I look for a hotel, then the next 5 million adverts that come exactly. up is in that city. And particularly if I shop online, <laughs> not saying that that's something I do, I don't. If I did shop online, then I would be surrounded by Photos of the dresses I've been looking at. This is all hypothetical, of course. Um, so I understand the hyper personalization. Stop <laughs> laughing, George. So we're going to have.
0: It's scary, though. i tell yeah. you what it's it is, scary. It? The other day like, I was, I was with, with Jeff, Jeff Rapp, one uh, of our partners, and, and he's. we're getting back. We're in the car. He's driving me home. My car's in service. Long story short, we're talking about <laughs> a new car and how nice it looks, how, how nice the car looks. And I get home. I opened my Facebook and the first ad I have is about that car, <laughs> and we're just talking about it in the car. Yeah. We're not we, we didn't. We didn't that can't be it. a we didn't, coincidence, right? It's, it's just no, crazy, no. and it's, it's happened so many times,
2: right? It just depends on which side of the table you're sitting. You know, but that. especially
0: yeah, like now, now you know, Natalie, as you know, my wife's my wife's pregnant. I am getting so many baby stuff ads on my phone. It's just crazy. It's just nuts, and it's scary because then they tell you it's one of these apps that's listening to you. It's voice recognition. It's all these things. Your phone's always listening to you, and it's true. I have no doubt. It is. About it, it is. Yeah, it yeah. is.
2: They say that uh, it, it w- you, won't, you shouldn't be surprised if uh, one of the social media actually knows that you are going to be in a relationship before you actually do.
0: Yeah. 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 For example.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's quite scary. Okay, let's uh, get to your top five tips, uh, Amar, We'll start. I got five on top five guide to getting ahead in business okay so we have five tips and we're going to make our way through now and we'll start off with the first one number one and this amal is all about finding your core purpose and we've heard that quite a bit throughout the program today and and previously so tell us a bit more about that
2: I think more and more uh, what is happening is uh, just having a cool idea or the most innovative idea, the newest idea is not enough Uh, because the idea that you might have could be the idea that was thought before or maybe at the same time a lot of many other people are thinking about it. So I think the biggest uh, differentiator that you can have is your core purpose. Why? And it goes back to what Simon Sinek always says, you know, look at why people buy why and not what just what you do people buy why you do things rather than just what you do so i think when you are starting uh, you are coming up in with an idea having that core purpose of why you want to you know implement this idea why do you want to actually take this forward and that actually also helps you to stick to that core purpose throughout your journey and that's that's the key uh, message that i would i would like to give and that's that's what Number we actually two.
1: So sorry, no, I thought you. <laughs> I thought you'd finish this. This is an interesting one, number two. Package your product to be desirable. We had, uh, the uh, we had Stevie um, from the Camel Soap Factory, and it looks nice. It looks natural, and I guess it's super important whether it is an actual product or if it's a business
2: that you're mm. promoting. So I think. Package your product is is not just a product. So even if you have a service, even if you have an app actually that provides a service, you have a website, or you have uh, you have come up with a model of business that actually provides something. You know something like even Virtual Zone. So I think packaging that when you go to your customers is is very important because the interaction that you have and packaging is not just the physical product or the the box that you create. It's also how you actually you know interact with your customers. It's the experience that you uh, that you build around your service or a product mm. is what what's called packaging, and not just the product. Okay, let's move on.
1: Number three. I like this one. Good design can save the world. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: it it really can, actually. Um, you know, there are many times what happens is there are brands, there are products, there are ideas that actually just are lying on the uh, table or you know back of your head, uh, not getting any uh, traction and many times just a redesign or a rebranding has helped a lot of companies a lot of brands to actually re-energize themselves so a good design whether it's for a brand branding whether it's for your product whether it's the interface that people are interfacing with or it's just a service the design uh, the the concept of design has evolved a lot so much that actually design has gone beyond (laughs) just just the good looking uh, website or an app and it is it has become the design of your service as well, so yes, the good. If you have a uh, um, have an idea, design it well uh, from every angle, and then actually can save your business.
1: Okay, so let's move on to the fourth number four. This is all about branding, and you say branding is important, even if you're on a budget.
2: Yes, because a good design or a good brand is not uh, dependent on how much money you have. Um, just just having a brand that actually resonates with your end customer. Having a brand that is actually relevant and uh, contextual to your customer is is very important because uh, not just not just you know people talk, often talk about oh I have to do branding and which means I need to spend a lot of money no there are there are. Uh, ways where you can actually energize your brand, of you know, refresh your brand by just changing your brand identity, the outlook of your brand, and that actually is not just a logo or a, or an identity because it the good brand actually talks to your employees as well and your customer facing inter- interactions.
1: Okay, so last but by no means least, number five. Now, this is something new for me. This is, um, you say, don't be a one-apreneur. I love this
0: word. I like <laughs> the word right? one I'm going to use this.
2: <laughs> start small, but start. That's right. Because I personally, when, when, I, when uh, me and my partner, when we started in 2011, uh, there were a lot of questions asked to us: like, only oh, you're t- starting this user experience, usability who's going to give you business and they were right because in 2011 now, now everybody talks about user experience and uh, user uh, you know usability around these days but in 2011 nobody was talking about it but having that faith and i have seen a lot of friends a lot of people who i come across they say oh you know it's it's a great initiative and sometimes i think that i should also leave my job and uh, start something of my own that feeling or, or that tipping point is the is the key. So I, I meet these people and there are some friends that I keep calling them, you are just a one runner. If you ju- if you cannot you cannot just sit next to the uh, swimming pool and say, I'm one day I'm going to swim. You just have to jump in. And I
0: think even more than that, I think there even there's there's even a step further than that. It's not only about sitting next to the pool and saying one day I'm gonna start. Mm. I have some people I have some friends who who have actually started things. Yeah. Right. For example, I have a friend who started a jewelry brand. Well, when are you going to get a license and start actually (laughs) trading? Right. I mean, you've done one. You've done one here. You've done one there. You do it for family and friends. When are you going to actually become a business and sell this thing to strangers? Right. And that's I think that's the step that you need to take. It's I think once you do your license, once you take the decision to do your license is when you officially have become in business
2: by the way, before before we even officially started we had our license yeah. with virtue yeah there you go excellent thank you oh thank you
0: with
1: virtue zone i like, know wow, how much are you wow. paying good for plug. that one, George? good luck. he's
0: gonna look for discount on renewal for sure I
1: <laughs> so I, I wanted to go back amal um to 2011 when you and your partner dev decided to take that leap as you mm-hmm. say um and it was just the two of you that's right. Um, how how many people have you got now?
2: Today we are a team of forty-two people, and it's wow. ironic that our first client used to sit in the same in the same building where we are sitting today, uh, really? Dubai Properties Group, and wow. before even we started, uh, you know, before even had our office and license. We had actually started negotiating on a project with them, sitting uh, in a cafe next door. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> very cool. small
1: world. Um, and and you just based in Dubai, or do you have other? Um... No, we
2: we are based in Dubai only, yeah. and uh, we operate in Saudi, we operate in Kuwait uh, and Bahrain. So we have clients across GCC.
1: And what was the what was the final push for you in Dev? Then what was it that you decided? I mean, you you knew you had expertise in the field, but what was the sort of, okay. I've had enough of working for someone else. I need to start making money for myself and and do a job well.
2: I think uh you know from the five tips that I uh, I gave, I think three of them one is having the core purpose which was the purpose was to do things right for the customers. The second one was the packaging because I saw that there's nobody else who is actually focusing on user experience in a real sense and usability in, in this region in 2000, back in 2011. We were the region's first usability consultancy uh, back then. And now, you know, everybody talks about user experience. But uh, so that was the key for us that nobody else is doing it. We want to do things right for our customers. If we don't do it, we, if we just be a one-up runner, it's not going to happen.
1: And one of the messages that's very clear with RBBI is that you wanted it to be different. You didn't want it to be sort of cookie cookie cutter type agency. You wanted to make this different and stand out. What was the way that you went about doing that at the start?
2: Um, The first thing that I had to learn personally is to say no. Uh, because we we, wanted, we we didn't want to be another digital agency uh, in the crowd that, that was there back in 2011. We wanted to be different. we wanted to focus on user experience that goes beyond just digital channels and a website or an app and so the first thing that we had to learn is to say no to projects that are, that were coming our way, but we, we knew that those are not relevant to our core core purpose and the focus that we we had at that time so that was the key.
1: Okay, fascinating. Um, it's been really interesting to talk to you. We've learned a lot today, George, one preneur
2: Wannapreneur. Are you you a
0: wannapreneur, Natalie?
1: I am a wannapreneur at the moment, aren't I, really?
0: (laughs) And I'm a restaurant wannapreneur. Yeah. yeah, So actually,
1: we're both failing. Absolutely. Both failing. Big thanks to our guest today, Amal Kadam, is a co-founder of the RBBI Digital Marketing Agency. Just in case, you know, you want to embarrass me again, I have to try and say this quickly, red, blue, blur ideas. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much. That was well well done. Thank you so much, Amal, for coming in and sharing your top five tips with us. Thank you so much. This is is Dubai I-103.8.